Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. AP. Howdy. You look so pretty today. It's kind of you alarming, look pretty. huh? But I've seen. I had like, my post sunglasses mama. on when I came in, and Bill was like, "Alicia, you look beautiful." Like he caught one snatched contour cheek, and he was like, "You're <laughs> right. stunning." He, I was like, "I yeah. realize the village troll has been coming in here mm-hmm. with her hunchback." Yeah, but thank you. Yeah, he caught one wing of that eyeliner, and he was like, "Fire, fire." Look at you go, Goo. Look mm-hmm. at you go, boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually, because I'm still working, so I legitimately, except for today, today was a rough day. Mm-hmm. Today was rough. Yep. Today was probably one of the first times that I almost cried. I almost had a full fucking breakdown at work. Um, So I look wild, and I'm just so exhausted mentally. It's such yeah. a weird thing, because it's not even yeah. like I'm physically exhausted. I am legitimately mentally exhausted. You know, I have to think mental exhaustion, especially for, like, everybody in medical right now. I yeah. really do think that it is twice as draining. Like, you have to think. We work out for fun. Physical exhaustion is such a – it's like pain. It's such a temporary feat. Yes. Mental exhaustion is truly un limited yes what it it does to you yeah that's why putting a prisoner in a cell by himself and an isolation will make someone lose their shit just your brain can only take so much and at first i was like i think i'm handling everything pretty well i think i'm balancing everything but when my brain is legitimately short-circuiting like i can't even remember i came downstairs what was i gonna get i'm in this chart what was i looking for who is I going to call back? Like, it just seems... Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree with you. I think that... Um, and we've talked about this, like, a little bit, too. Even with, like, stay-at-home moms right now, I kind of see how that can just be really intense. Um, I don't want to say mind-numbing, like, diminishing it, but, like, I'm just right. going to say that for lack of a better term. <laughs> but, like, it really is mind-numbing fucking work. Like, making yeah. the same fucking toddler lunch or, like, trying to figure out the three things that they'll eat in a way that basically won't, like, get you thrown in jail for, you know, neglect. Um, It is. It is just... I mean, I'm not going to compare being a stay-at-home mom to, like, the healthcare workers right now, too, because I think yeah. it's two very different wild things but you know what i'm saying it is it's just it's tough all over oh it is my favorite new phrase uh-huh. oh yeah um it is interesting it's interesting because i've been doing this a long time this isn't i'm not brand new this isn't like something new that i decided oh i'm gonna get into medical like i've been doing this a long time and i, I haven't felt this way in years in years, I purposefully have chosen to be where I am in my life right now, where I'm at. And I did that because I thought, you know, I want things to be a little bit easier. I'm not 20 anymore. Like, yeah, I want to be able to, like, leave for a three day weekend. I want to be able yeah. to leave for two weeks and not have to worry about being in this like big system. But. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it finds you. It finds you <laughs> much like a ghost in the night. I totally, totally see that in that kind of, do you want to just bleed it right in? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, how was your week though? Was it good? I mean, did you, based off of last week, any changes here? Any, any new? Well, yeah. I mean, I felt like last week we were kind of touching on just, you know, the start of quarantine and just different 
different outtakes, right? Like some mm-hmm. people just like, yeah, I'm going to do this quarantine thing. I'm going to hunker down. And then other people who are just kind of like negating it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like through just personal relationships and through social media, I've been watching <sighs> the crack. People are cracking. Oh, it's, yes. Relationships are starting to... It's funny. Like, it, of course, it's funny because right. a lot of relationships will be totally fine out of a quarantine or whatever. But right. um, marriages, relationships, roommates. Oh, um, from T to B, from top to bottom, maybe. Parents and children, children oh, yeah. to parents. It's this is getting tough. It's getting really tough. It's getting tough. And um, kind of when you, like, look at the person you're quarantining with whoever that might be and then like this weird thought of like you hate them right comes in right a little bit (laughs) oh i was so angry at bill this weekend on saturday that i was at winco in my car waiting for the line to get shorter and i screamed so loud inside of my vehicle the people in line and i want to be very clear i was not parked front row i was not in the handicap yeah. And I screamed so loud and hit my steering wheel that I had to start my car and drive away because yeah. I was like, these people, I can't now get out of the car and get They're not going to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're going to be like, no, thanks, firecracker. We are fucking solid. But you know what? I will say, like last week was, I said that it was really, Bill was having a tough time coping. He was truly having a really hard time. But we had like a little powwow and I was just like, you know, use this time. Yeah. Use this time. Don't look at this as being in some sort of like punishment. Mm-hmm. Use this time. Yeah. If there is something, some sort of goal, my brother-in-law said it last night, if there's some goal or something that you've been wanting to do, and it could be something as basic as like wanting to read more. Totally. Wanting to spend more time with your kids, wanting to play more board games, wanting to write a book, whatever it is. Yeah, and I think, too, I read this great thing, and this was more for, like, on an investor side. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, you know, for the first time ever, after all of this happens, you can no longer say you don't have time. You don't. You didn't have the discipline ever. Right. And so if you are, I think this is a time, because I've been realizing, like, just watching the news, staying updated, um, a lot of people are so mentally affected. By something like this. Absolutely. And I don't want to s- sound preachy. I didn't realize that this would... Of course I knew, like, we're mentally... And I'm using air quotes, like, this would be mentally hard. But, like, this is really actually not air quotes. Very mentally hard on a lot of people. And I think that's... That's interesting. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yeah. So people like you and I are extrovert slash introverts. Like, I'm fine with being with myself. Yeah. I'm fine. I've Love lived it. alone my entire life. Same. I've never had a roommate. Um, I enjoy me. I enjoy being alone with my thoughts. They don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know a lot of people may know me as very outgoing, but I'm also pretty quiet. Like, I can be at home and be... I do. When I get home, you know, yes, I'm an extrovert and I can be, like, very outgoing, but... When you are with patients all day and they're telling you the worst parts, people don't come to me to tell me good stories. Right. People aren't coming to me to tell me the best parts of them. Right. They're coming to me with wanting help and telling me the worst parts of them. So when you get home, to unpack all of that is not an easy thing, especially when you got to go back and do it again. Right. So you learn to 
get in a routine of making something quiet and isolated so your brain has a minute to just take a deep breath. Yeah. Whereas people who are just extroverts, that's all they are. That's all they've ever known. That is very hard to contain in a box. Right. You start to get fucked up in your brain a little bit. And even though you know, like, common sense is telling you, don't go hang out with this group of people. Don't go do A. Mm-hmm. Don't go do B. You will. It will cause people to do some pretty irrational things that they normally would not do. Yeah. You know, when you are forced to be in isolation like that. No, and I that's totally why agree. the prison system is so interesting. Bill loves to sit and watch those prison shows. Oh, I cannot watch them. I love them. So I, I do, too. But at the same time, to like Bill watches it because he's just like really interested. But in the back of my mind, I always think like you can see from far away those who are just cruising in there mm-hmm. and the ones that are legitimately losing their mind. Yeah. You know, I think the reason why I even bring that up is because I have seen some interesting dynamics in my own relationship when you are forced to be with somebody 24-7. Right. You know, the little things that you might pick up here and there, are it, it's not a big deal, right, in life, whether that you're an introvert or an extrovert or, like, you're a cook and they're not or laundry or this. And then when you're in a situation like this and you're mashed together and you're forced to look at somebody and realize all of their shortcomings – All of them. All of them. I mean, and I know other people have to be going through this, too. I mean, especially when it comes to Alex and I were talking a little bit briefly before the podcast started, especially when it comes to the parenting dynamic for a lot of men. A lot of men are very hands off and it doesn't seem to phase us when like you say, okay, good morning, honey. And somebody starts the coffee button and then one grabs a kid, a pop tart. And then the other one's like hopping in his shoes out for the day. And you guys have your little routine going. It's not as like, it's not blatant. It's not blatant. It's not Mm -hmm. so in your face. Right. Um, And I'm just using this parenting thing as an example. This could just try and apply this to anything that you're going through. That's just mashed in your face right now can in your quarantine life. Right. So either way, The parenting dynamic, you see all of those shortcomings. You see a mom who's overcompensating for all these things, and you see a dad who's just cruising, or vice versa. There's some phenomenal dads out there, and there's some piece of shit moms. Right. But what I think is really interesting about this time, even if you were alone, I'm just using the the marriage and parenting example right now, is this is such a valuable time to teach somebody how to treat you. Yeah. This is... Of course, this is the time to start your book. This is the time to look up investments you've been questioning. Right, right, <laughs> right. This is a time for a lot of fun things, truly. Truly. That you have the time yes. for. And hopefully, like, we can still order online. If you want to fucking learn how to knit, it could be there in three days. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's not, like, flying off the shelves. But what I think is really important right now is you're getting, like, such a magnifying glass onto the scope of the life that you have been subscribing to. Yeah. You've been clicking the yes button to all of these things. Like, yeah, I am going to be a fat ass. Yeah, I am going to let my husband play video games for hours and cook dinner every night and be deeply resentful. Yes, I am going to just pick up the kids because it's just easier than yelling. And I mean, this is such a valuable time. And I feel like people are really either going to latch on and like just freaking soar or they are going to... I don't know, maybe just like keep going with the old, but I don't know. For me personally, I've really been looking at some of the things that I've been subscribing to and I'm really excited to kind of twist those and take them into 
just kind of a different time and a different path. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's um, it's interesting because I've never had previously been with somebody who worked from home ever. Yeah. I had never been in that scenario before. Um, My ex was laid off one time and it was pretty, it was during the recession, the big one, 08. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty intense. And um, I remember then, because I was in school and I was bartending, and turns out I always thought bars would always be safe. Right. <laughs> but Boy, were we I wrong. learned then that that was a no-go for me because it's not good for the old mind hole. Well, here's the thing. For Bill, he worked from home. He's been doing that for the last 20 years. But I was not used to, okay, so let me give you an example. Uh, at the time when we first got together, I had left neurology and I was went into surgery, went back into surgery. So I go into surgery and it's, I worked for one, two, three, four, five, five. I managed five surgeons. Mm-hmm. So if they're on call, you're on call. If they're not on call, you're not on call. You're. It's not like I leave and then work stops. That's just not how that works. Um, but I would, I noticed that I would just come home after a grueling day, just like nonstop, busy, busy, busy. And I would walk through the front door and Bill would like still be working or maybe just, just wrapping up, but he would be in sweatpants working and the irritation level would go through the roof. And then I would walk past him and I would see fucking socks in the middle of the floor. One more notch up. Then I would go into the kitchen and I would see dishes in there that were there from yesterday that you fucking made. Oh, and now I'm like boiling. Now I am boiling. Yeah. And I really had to have kind of a come come to Jesus moment with that guy and just be like, it is not even good for my mental health. Like I typically am very, you know, like... I can have some things messy. To me, this is messy. This can be messy. But there is a difference between messy and blatantly stepping over things. Like blatantly not feeding your kid. Blatantly knowing that I came home with groceries and not immediately meeting me out in the car. Like there are some blatant things. Like I, if I'm going to cook in a kitchen, it is not going to be dirty. Right. That's wild to me. Yeah. Also, uh... How the fuck do you clean a kitchen but not clean the stove? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And so we really had to, to the point where, like, truly, before we got married, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm being for real. I don't know if this is for me. Because I need somebody who is going to go, you know what? The socks in the middle floor probably aren't a big deal. Yeah. But the socks, the dishes, all of it together is Mm -hmm. a big deal for her. So what can I do Right. If 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 it's just one thing, just one thing. Yeah. And that's where I really respect that one. It's older. He's older. So it he got there a lot faster mm-hmm. um, and was just like, I didn't realize that it annoyed you that much. Like, if I tell you I'll do the dishes, I will do the dishes. Like, I know you think that because I've yet to do them, I'm not going to. But I really will. And I had to take a step back and go, okay, so if he's going to do them, let him do them. Don't make another comment. Don't make a little side eye. Don't. But it took us, girl, I hear you. I fucking feel you. And I feel everyone who's out there working. I was talking to a patient this morning. We were we were FaceTiming. 
and she couldn't get the camera part to work. So she had to call her husband in from the garage. Well, he didn't realize I was on the phone. He's thinking she's asking him to come in. Let's get the set up mm-hmm. and then I can see her. Mm-hmm. Oh, immediately. What the fuck? fuck? And then I said, can you just hand him the phone? I can just talk to him. And he was like, instantly, like fucking Hello. embarrassed. Hey, hi. hi. And I told him, I said, listen, it's it's tough out here right now, but you've got to take a deep breath. Because you know why? We got 22 more days. Yeah. 22. Yeah. I think another thing, when I was thinking about the podcast and what we're going to talk today and like how everybody's slowly slipping into insanity. <laughs> slowly. Um, I, was, I was thinking, wow, it's the 7th. When we record this today, it's the seventh, right? Hold on. When we record this, it's the eighth. It's the eighth. It is the eighth today. Okay. You don't even know what day it is. Nope. Don't care. That's the point, though. I knew it was early in the month. You did. <laughs> I yeah, knew right. it wasn't fucking close to being over. Right. At least you knew that part, which uh, is half the battle. Yes. And I don't know. I just feel like now more than ever, it's so important. And I feel like I've seen a lot of kindness, like, going out to random strangers. Yes. Like, you know, people wanting to, like, really thank medical workers right now, which I think is amazing. Um, oh, sorry about that. And people, like, wanting to think. Oh, I'm sorry. You're exhausted from your fucking day. Actually, you probably are. You have two small children. Honestly, um, it's the mental exhaustion we're talking about. I'm giving you a hard time. No, I know. But, like, I would have thought the exact same thing. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, you were in the trenches, like, answering questions, everything. The monotony. uh, Like, I'm sure inmates get tired and go to sleep every night. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? No, for like, real. Like they for real. get their little brains just worn right out. For real. Well, it's like someone asked me today. They're like, "I don't understand. How are you guys doing this?" And I said, "What you don't understand is, it's like any profession. Okay. Yeah. I chose to do this to help people. I didn't choose to do this for the money. Trust me. No healthcare worker does this for money." No one, okay? Yeah, healthcare workers, teachers, like you yoga just, instructors. Yeah, you just do what you need to do. It's truly, you just need, you do what you need to do. And so I don't go, well, a patient could come in with a virus, so I shouldn't go to work. That's not how that works. Right. Like, people are in need, so we show up and do our jobs. It's yeah. legitimately as simple as that. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not speaking for any healthcare worker. I'm just saying, like... This is what we chose a long time ago to do. We chose to put other people before ourselves, much like mothers do with their children. You know, it just much like veterans do. And again, I am not comparing working in medical to being a vet. I'm not saying that. Obviously, our veterans deserve our highest esteem. But I'm just saying they chose to be in it. Yeah. So if they go to war, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're going to war. Well, of course they're going to go. They're going to run in full charge because this is what they've been trained to do. This is the mindset that they've that they have. So you just do what you got to do. But it is really helpful. I went to Save Mart today. And uh, by the time this comes out, my husband's birthday will be over so I can just talk about it. But I went to go get him um, a cake for his birthday because it's it's shitty. Right. We can't do anything for his birthday. We can't even I can't even take him to dinner. You know? Yeah. Um, so I've got this like really cool, fun surprise and I'll actually release the video on Saturday morning so that everyone can kind of see it, his family and stuff. Um, but when I went into Save Mart, 
they were so gracious. Like she could just see it on my face. Like you're done. You're done. So I was just like, I want these two balloons, but I don't need them until tomorrow. She was like, just give me the balloons. Just when you're ready, come and get the cake, come and get the balloons. She's like, did, uh, did you hear we changed our hours for you guys? So you can come one hour before we open and one hour after, and it's just for you guys. No one else. Healthcare workers, the pharmacy will be open for you. We will be open for you. Everything will be open for oh, you guys. that's awesome. And I legitimately almost got a tear in my eye. I was like, thank you so much. Because it's really shitty that when even when we get off, by the time we get off and we go in, there's still 100,000 people. And it's like, fuck, I just want to go somewhere one time yeah. where I'm not going to be exposed to other people. Like, I just want to go to the fucking store and pick up my prescription. And I and I know I sound cranky. I'm a little bit cranky today, but I'll be fine. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Everyone feels that way, right? Everybody. But I will tell you, Everybody. I went to Winco on Saturday. Every single person in there had gloves and a mask on. Every, every fucking patron went to Rayleigh's up near us, near me. Not a mask, not no gloves, no nothing. It's like rich people are just like it. it it's for the poor. <laughs> Coronavirus mm-hmm. is for poor people. They're like, I heard that like if you have over a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're good. I'm like, mm, no, actually, you're probably the ones they're gonna get <laughs> because you're oh. overconfident. Poor people are never overconfident. Oh no, no. ever overconfident. Oh, I thought you meant like they were saying like, yeah, I'd get a ventilator. For $100,000. No, no, no. Like, I really believe that people are like, I make $100,000. People who live on the hill in Somerset, like, we all use common sense. So what's the point? Mm. What's the point? We're Mm. we're fine at Rayleigh's. Mm. Even the employees. No gloves, no masks, which tells me, obviously, that came from management. But we'll broach that at some other time. That's crazy. Anyways, yeah. So it's it's been tough. It's been... (sighs) I mean, it really is. Yeah. It's being at home, being in prison. (laughs) AKA, AKA prison. my prison. Unless you're an, an introvert like me. And then I'm like, this is my wheelhouse. You know, honestly, it's not the mornings or the nights, the times where I typically shut down. Right. As an extrovert. Because I do love, as much as I like going on, I do like turning out. It's equal. You're right. Right. You know, I know me and you both, we do turn off. Mm-hmm. Like straight turn off mm-hmm. and recharge the old battery. Yeah, it's not weird for me to not look at my phone for four hours when I'm home. Oh, That's not, same, same. I don't freak out. No. I don't care. It's not It's not so much about that. It's like all of the unproductivity that kills me right. for that, like that feels, fills that extrovert need. I don't even know if it's actually like human contact because I'm, I've actually been coasting <laughs> right. on that shit. Right, right. Um, but it is. It is like that mental, like, okay, there's only so much you can get done at the house. And I am a productive person. I mean, think me and you both have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. We do the podcast, kids, husbands. um, We do fun things Mm -hmm. on top of all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, not a lot of people can do that. And I'm not just tooting our own horn. Like, there are a lot of people like, how do you do it all? And I'm like, I don't know. Well, I guess I don't know. And I do think it's a challenge, but I kind of think like, what else would I be doing? Right. Like, is Netflix that important? Is, like, sitting down... I mean, after you work your 40-hour work week, like, what? what is there? I don't know. I like feeling no, I get my, it. my it's, gaps. It's interesting because over the last year, I mentally told myself, you will have one day from now on. One day. Yeah. So my day is Saturday. It, I might stay in the bedroom all day, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah. Like, no pants, no nothing. Yeah. And it slowly is fucking with Bill's head. Like, 
uh, one, was it last week? No, it must have been about a month ago. I was laying in bed and he just like got up. He just like fired up out of bed and he was just like, are you just going to be in this room all day long? Yeah. And I said, yeah. And he goes, he starts huffing and puffing. And I said, why? What's the problem if I do want to? And he goes, nothing. It's just so lazy. And I went ahead and reached for the remote and put that on pause. Yeah. I'm not going to close the show off. No. Uh, And I said, let me remind you, motherfucker. Who cleaned the carpets, cleaned a 28, no, our house is 2,300 square feet, cleaned a 2,300 square foot home, did all the sheets, did all the laundry, did all the dusting, did all, and then when I say laundry, I'm meaning like towels, bedding, all of that shit. Also took the dogs to the dog park, cleaned out our recycling, cleaned out part of the garage, bought a new TV, brought it in by myself. Went to the grocery store, brought that in by myself, cleaned out the refrigerator, cleaned out the motherfucking freezer, cleaned all the cabinets out. And you said, what? And it's just Saturday. Like, the week's not done. Like, every Sunday, what if I relax on Saturday? Yeah. I also, that means Sunday, fucking hardcore Annie. Yeah. But I think he's so used to me going, and there's always something on the agenda. Right. But I like in the winter, I get burnt out easier because the sun goes down earlier. I'm not about that life. So I'm like, you know what? I need one day to just fucking do nothing because I know summer is my fucking time. Like I'm going to parties. I'm going to barbecues. I'm going out. I am out in these streets. Out in the streets. Out in these streets. Summertime is my good time. I'm trying to go to the fucking lake. So and he looked at me and he was like, he instantly apologized. He was like, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to sound like that. I'm just used to you always wanting to do something. You always want to go here. You're always dragging me places. I go, you know, what's interesting about that. Now that I'm not doing it, it's like you want it. And when I do do it, you got a fucking attitude. Go sit the fuck down. I was like, why don't you go find something to dust? You need something to go do? Why don't you go fucking bang on those drums? Why don't you go in your daughter's room and find out why there's a homeless man sleeping in there? Why don't you fucking do that instead of worrying about what my ass is doing? Yeah. He was like, okay, I don't want any more smoke. I apologize. I was like, don't ever say that fucking stupid shit to me again. Lazy motherfucker? Lazy? I said, do you know when the coronavirus started, AP, when the coronavirus started, my husband called me at work and said, we got to go grocery shopping. I just looked in the freezer like we're running out of shit. And I'm worried that we're not going to have any shit like everyone did. Right. I was like, cool. Go to Winco. I will send you the list that I work off of. Every woman does the same shit. You have one big list that you work off yes. of. It's the main yes. shit you get every time. Yes. I said, I'm going to send you that list. Do not divert from that list. Yeah. Now I'm going to go over that list very quickly. Always chicken. I like the little chicken, like chicken tenders, because I can make a salad for them. Yeah. Quick salad if I'm tired. I can make chicken tenders. Yes. I can make chicken, a small, um, healthy chicken parm. I also get four pounds of ground turkey. We don't do red meat in this family. Okay. We do do sausage, though. I do love sausage. So you got to get the mild. You got to get the hot. You got to pick up the pasta. You got to pick up the marinara. You got to get the big pack of eggs. You have to get the creamer. I need cheddar. I need Swiss. I also need all the frozen vegetables that are on that list and four of the fresh ones because I do a trade out. And I do tacos. So I like a fresh cilantro because bitch, who doesn't? Right. Do you know this man says to me? He calls me. He goes... Oh, man. So I went to Wenko. The line, there was a line of like 10 people. So I just like couldn't wait in that line. So I went to Save Mart. 
I said, you mean where it's good, everything's going to be like three times the price? Right. I ca- I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I get home. There's a frozen pizza in the re- freezer. Taquitos. I, I already knew. It's... Taquitos. <laughs> I don't when I don't even like taquitos. I do like taquitos from a restaurant. I don't want them from fucking El Grande fucking frozen section. The fuck are we talking about? I open up the freezer. I open the refrigerator. I'm like, so you just yeah. shopped like you're a college student. Yeah. So now I'm thinking in my mind, like any other woman, so now I still got to go back to the fucking store. Yeah. Is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yep. So, worked a full fucking week, got off, picked up your fucking dry cleaning before everything shut the fuck down, stood in line at Winko while it was raining on my lunch break. On my lunch break. Yeah, dude, I know. With my mask on, did the all the shopping that we actually needed, loaded that shit up and brought it home. Don't you in your ever in your life call me fucking lazy. I said, I know you think that all these groceries come from one place, but I got to get this for you from Rayleigh's and this one from Keek. She only likes this shit from Safeway. And I'm going to like five different stores to get what everybody wants. Yeah. I know. Say lazy again and see what the fuck happens. I'll let this bitch dry up in this house. You'll be eating fucking taquitos and fucking frozen fucking pizza for life, bitch. Because you know what I will do? I can skip some meals. A woman will go hungry, by the way. Oh, well, what I'll do is I'll actually just sneak them. Right. I'll sneak my own meals. Because we're amazing hiders. Yeah. I'll -hmm. figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'll leave. I'll go eat. I'll take care of it. Yep. I'll do an Arbonne shake. Yep. They are tasty. (laughs) Yum. I will feed that kid macaroni and cheese until he's orange. Until he's orange. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yep. And, you know, some women, men, whoever's in this role, there's always one, um... They're not mentally strong enough to live like that. <laughs> no, they're not. No. Because it and takes. And let me tell you. It takes more I power. will buckle up. Buckle. Okay? The five point star. Oh, yeah. It's in the middle. Yeah. Buckle up because it's about to get wild. Well, and I think it's really interesting. Um, We were talking today and I said uh, Bill's birthday and we're doing this like I'm doing this fun thing for him. And one of the girls said to me, oh, so are you having are you going to like give him some nookie for for his birthday? And I kind of chuckled. She's younger. And I kind of chuckled. I'm like, you must not be married. Yeah. And one of the docs that I work with, he's like, no, because women only have sex with their husbands on special occasions. And I said, no, maybe your wife does because she's not fucking happy. Yeah. If you got a happy partner at home, and that could be a man or a woman, they 100%. are fucking with you. They're humping your leg. It is hard to get them off you. Yeah, especially right now because there is such limited activity. Right. Unless I mean, you're truly. Truly. If you want to know where your marriage is at, honestly, look at how often you're having sex. 100. Because there is something. And also look at the person who is saying no. Yes. Look at the person who's saying no, because if you are the one who's saying no, you can deeply listening to this reflect and be like, yeah, I'm probably not happy with this, this and this. So I don't feel attracted to you. Exactly. So I'm not emotionally and which if you're a woman bleeds immediately to emotional and physical attraction are equal. They are equal parties. Yes. I realize a man can fuck past that for they just all can, pretty much. So young but not men not all the time. Not all the time they can't. Exactly, because mm-hmm. it builds and it builds and it builds. Mm-hmm. So eventually where you're like, I don't want to have sex with that naggy bitch. Right. Oh, my God. 
Fuck right? it. She's probably going to start nagging me during fucking Ex- while we're fucking. Exactly. Right. Shut you up, know. bitch. Ex- <laughs> That's why he's doing doggy style, ladies. He's like, get your fucking mouth in that pillow so you can shut the fuck up. Shut up. Literally. So you need to look at the person who's saying like, eh, maybe not right now. Because if you are saying as a man or a woman, like, hey, hey, partner, love you. Let's do this. And they're like, no. Chances are it's you. It, especially if, if <laughs> you don't married. have two small kids running around or if you are both between the ages of like 20 and 40. It, once obviously people get in as they get older, their libidos change. Obviously, obviously we right. know that. But I am talking about two young people with a healthy libido. And I was like laughing at them. I was yeah, like, you guys are so wild. All young. Yeah. I was like, I want to I'm trying to fuck all the time. 100% of the time. Like, I come home tired. I do this podcast. I edit. I'm up until 1 in the morning. Be- Bill has begged me. He has begged me. And I've been like, dude. And he's like, it is 1 in the morning. I am so tired. Can you please just let me recharge a battery? I'm like, fine. <laughs> I guess. He's like, are you rubbing one out? No, I said I would wait. Fuck. Fuck. It's like, no. If you are healthy and you are attracted to your significant and other. And you're taken care of emotionally. That's it. That is it. So, no, it does not have to be just your birthday. Because let me tell you, when I feel taken care of, especially at this age, that is the real libido changed. What used to really get me going was, like, if you had a place. Like, if you had a shelter in place. Right. I was like, like, gang, gang, there we go. I'm sorry, is that a tent? Here we go. If you had taquitos in there. Right. For the next morning right, right. before we went to fast food. Oh, and don't even, if you've got uh, fire hot Cheetos in there, it's yeah. going to be a party. No. Now I'm just like, okay, if you don't get off of our master list. Right. It's done for the week. I've come home and Bill's done the dishes and I have tried to actively fuck him while he's drying them. Yeah. Like it was so attractive yeah. to me. Yeah. Or when he's just like. Took care of your car, filled it up with gas. Also, mm. I remember to take the trash out to the curb. And, Yo. I uh, got the mail. I'm like, well, that's you want to slide off this what? chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, oh, we about to be fucking. He's like, yeah. what? 100%. I'm like, oh, this is it for me. 100%. Mm-hmm. You just need to figure out, like, what is important to your spouse. Do you know what it is, honestly, to break it down? Is it strength? Because we're yes. all tired. And in these times of need, when you are getting on each other's last nerve, teamwork is the most important thing. Even though there might not be a whole lot of game going on. Right, right, there right. There is. Right. Your household is so crucial and it takes yes. equal parts because it's exhausting. And the second one of those pillars starts leaning, that's when that other one comes in with support. And so that is why between the ages, I would say 25 and 40 at this point, when you see strength in your partner who's taking care of you through actions, or maybe they just say nice things to you. Maybe right, you're right. the doer and they're just like always so gracious. Like, gosh, thank you so much for doing that. I mean, they're just really pouring it into you. That is the code that has been cracked, ladies and gentlemen. That is the difference between, like, fucking the people who are up in the castle and the peasants on the farmland. Yes. Okay? Peasants on the farmland are only doing their part for themselves. And that is what I like to think is unattractive. I don't like peasants. I don't like peasants. I don't fucking like peasants. I don't care for them. I don't want to fuck with peasants. No. Okay? Never have. I'm trying to be in that castle fucking feasting. Drinking fucking out of goblets. Right. With my man running in kingdom. Well, and it's so funny because 
I was driving last week, I think, and I called you. And I was ranting and raving. Shocker. You truly should know which one of you in your relationship is the stronger one. Now, I'm not saying you should tell them. Don't tell them. It's not not worth it. (laughs) Hot tip. (laughs) Hot tip. Don't tell them. But I really do think that there is always one weak one and one strong one, which is in anything you do in life, right? Yes. In anything. Yes. But you need to have one person that you can call. You're my one person I can call and go. Who looks at you and says, get it. Got it. You don't even have to go into a lot of detail. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to give you some fast facts and then we're going to steam past this. Yeah. Because you really, if you are the stronger partner in your partnership, then you got to step up to the plate. And that role, seriously, you guys. It's hard. Jokes aside, is fucking hard. But you know one thing that helped me with this? Not that I'm saying it. (laughs) Right, right, right. But one of the things that's helped me in life for any role that I feel like I need to be strong for is just already accepting it. Because sometimes the person, even if you are strong, sometimes if you're looking at a situation and you're like, what the fuck? I have to be this again? Like that constant reassurance even to yourself is exhausting. So I know exactly where you're going You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that. I do. I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not saying that to demean anyone. But, like, my husband will tell you. He's like, she's a stronger one. She can mentally handle this sort of shit. She can physically handle this sort of shit. And I lean on her to make sure and check in with me that I am doing okay. We're fully aware. I mean, I say this on a microphone knowing that my husband knows that. He is 100%. He is the kind of, he, like, the house is on fire. He's looking at me. So, but there are things that he truly is. I might be a lot stronger overall, but there are some some things that like mentally even I need to lean heavily on him or where like maybe my anxiety might amp up. Yeah. That softness of when you're like just trudging through all of it. And I can definitely relate in terms of like feeling hardened. I've been very hardened to things. And sometimes my husband has really helped me be like, well, maybe I should take their thoughts and feelings into consideration. Right. And I know I'm saying that kind of sarcastically, but I really have tried to change a little bit right. because of that um, personality that is around me. Right. And I do, I agree with you. I think that there are other avenues maybe, and that can be their strength. Right. And I always really try to, and not in a, and not in a condescending way, like I really try to, that's why when people were just like, I can't believe you bought him, you know, I'll use the drums as the perfect example. I can't believe you oh, bought yeah. him those drums. I'm like, there are ways that my husband fulfills me and has my back. Like nobody has my back. Yeah. Like nobody has ever had my fucking back. Yeah. So will I go above and beyond and do some really fucking super sweet, fucking cheesy, like over the top shit for him every yeah. fucking time? Because yeah. he deserves it. Yeah. Trust and believe. If that motherfucker didn't deserve it, he wouldn't be getting shit. He wouldn't even be getting a pencil for his birthday. Just an eraser that's broken in half. Like, I found it. Chewed like, on. Like, just chewed on. Just nothing. Oh, is it your birthday? Well, happy birthday. I mean, no, I he know. truly, there are some things that he really, th- those are his strengths. And he comes hard. But overall, he gets it. He knows. He's like, if it was up to him, we would live in squalor. We would live like two roommates who are in college. Because it's okay. Because it's just like, it's okay. Who cares? I know. I know. And I that know. is part of my hate journal entry this week, which is, I don't care if you're a man or a woman. 
I just feel like there are rules, unspoken rules that we learned when we were kids. One of, there's a couple, but one of them was, if you're talking about money, your finances, your household, one of your kids, whatever, that is a conversation that you never have in front of people. I saw a couple do this last week. It's like, why are you talking about this in front of everyone? This is not our business. Like that is a personal thing and you should keep it personal. But the other thing too is, I don't know about you. (coughs) Excuse me, you guys. I have the worst allergies and I do not have the coronavirus, but I have the worst allergies. And you know, when you take too much Claritin, it dries you out and it gives you that like dryness everywhere that's what's going on my even my eyes hurt i'm like stay open i'm just dry in general oh my god um but when i have people over to my home i like to make sure that my home is cool calm collected and clean the four c's just all together. i want someone to come into a pleasant experience yeah obviously you i see you once a week my house is going to look a different array of things. Sometimes I'm just getting home. It looks wild. It's during the week. You, you <laughs> do house you, never looks that wild. You do what you need to do. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you, if I invited you over for dinner and there were dishes in the sink already and shoes in the middle of the floor and shit on the cat, like what is happening? My husband just seems to think like, no problems. Because he's home all day. Yeah. He's just home all day now. Yeah. So one of our friends who's been self-isolating this entire time, he's a casino worker. He doesn't have kids. He's not married. He has nobody. No one. He's seen nobody. So I said, yeah, as long as you take your temperature and you're not running a temperature, absolutely, you can come over. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. I know you haven't been anywhere. Yeah. And I've known him for going on two decades. So he comes over, but he is coming over. Bef- I was told by my husband on Sunday he was supposed to be here. He's not coming. I was like, Gucci. Perfect. Then I'll go upstairs, finish all the sheets. It was Sunday. And I won't worry about cleaning up downstairs. Monday, I'm coming home and on my way driving and he's like, oh, well, he's 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 on his way. He's like right around the corner. And I was like, is, because I know he's been home all day. So I'm like, is my house dirty? Like, are, did you leave dishes places? Like the house better be clean, Bill. You know how I feel about that. Oh, I come home. There's like dishes in the sink, shit in the middle of the floor. And it's like, who? I I know know his mom. It's just this dance, though. It's this constant dance in these relationships where just one person doesn't give a fuck and the other person does about something. Right. But how? How does that not bother you? You were raised that way where your mom was like, oh, your grandparents are coming over. Let's clean up. Pick up so like you're talking was that. raised similarly. And I and, and my mother-in-law is great. And my father-in-law, they're great. But apparently, and this is from hit my husband's mouth. So he could be a farce, but I don't think he is. Right. Is they just uh like the ha- like not general hygiene and cleanliness like that was fine but like a lot of hand me down um mismatched couches and tables and like they just didn't value things aesthetically right, no, right. nothing to do okay. with hygiene i guess it was no, just I know a you mean. very yeah. um displaced home in terms of just like furniture and stuff now i can't even imagine that walking to my in-laws house it's like it's gorgeous it's so well you know so why nice. she did that don't you 
Because of kids and stuff. Right. Right? But here's my fucking thing with that, which I think is ridiculous. So you're telling me I'm going to spend the next prime of my life busting my ass, but I'm not going to do anything because the kids will destroy it? Naturally, I get they will. Right. Milk will be spilt. Right. Paint will be spilt. If I want to do fun activities with my kids, on Easter egg, dye will be spilt. Right. Like, these things will naturally and progressively get worn down and withered. I can wrap my head around that. But to... Think actively and allow my child to just come in and fucking destroy shit and to have things of no value, material value to me because I know that I'm just going to let them destroy. Like I was taught when my parents were buying things and then again, the natural weathering of these things happened. But when they were purchasing items, it was like. They warned you. You don't fucking do this. While they you were don't paying. Drink. While Ex- they were paying, Ex- they were telling you. Exactly. The man was like, the lady was Ex- like, that'll be $1,200. Yeah. And your dad was fucking handing was it like, out and he was You're like, not Look. fucking eating on this yep. thing. You're not fucking drinking on this thing. You're not even looking at it for the first like week. At you, all. No, don't even. No. Let me see a shoe. No. Let me see a you shoe on that couch. Exactly. And I, and like, obviously we grew up in a very fun household in terms of like you know things naturally have okay movie night okay fine you can have popcorn on the couch you know things like that so I get it but to immediately assume and again I don't know how Bill was brought up but like to assume that you could just be a disgusting piece of shit from the jump is wild is to me wild if it happens so if your house is clean and you have a house bar I know you and me and you start drink we're popping bottles right before we know it our houses are going to be shit shows. Wild. The charcuterie boards are done. They're crazy. Right. We're bringing right. them into the thing. We're right. eating them on the floor. Right. Shoes are off. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Right. Okay. Bottles are popped. Wine glasses are left out. The natural progression of the, you're not so much of a psychopath that you can't allow life to happen. No. But from the jump, if Absolutely I came not. over <laughs> and there were fucking bottles everywhere, we were right. like washing out a wine glass, hopefully that he could use. Like, right. No, I agree. I don't understand that kind of lifestyle but some people don't understand why it's the peasants and the fucking kings dude it is insane to me do you I know mean my, that. my husband will i will I mean come it. home he will be on the couch and he will have shoes on tennis shoes call your husband a peasant. <laughs> oh he's a peasant all right Mine is <laughs> he will put his shoes both shoes on the couch that is insane to me that's fucking disgusting i did not like that's just like putting your suitcase on the bed it's no lie my parents hit me, but, like, that was one of the things oh, that would oh. get me hit. Oh, right across the face. Let my and mom let come in a room. let me tell you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Because now I, I don't never. have nasty-ass shoes. Like, it, 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 it's not even a thought. It my little, and my, my son has obviously put, he's three, he's put his shoes on my couch, and immediately I'm like, get your fucking shoes off my couch. Now. You disgusting little monkey. Yep. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, he is so aware now. Like, when he comes in, the boy takes his shoes off. Right. He's three years old because he wants to jump on that couch. And I'm – some days are better than the other. <laughs> you gotta yeah, yeah. You got to you gotta win some. You got to lose some. <laughs> but, like, I agree. My husband gets so mad we bought a dining room table. And I had set up some paints for my son. Some paint got on the – 
the the cushion of it. I'm going to get it out. Is it a new table? Um, yes. Ooh, it's so many pickies. Um, well, not new, new, but you've seen oh. it. It's oh, like okay. The long, when we bought the oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. within two years. And he was like, this is why you don't buy nice shit. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no. I enjoyed sitting and painting with my son. It was actually my problem for thinking a three-year-old could sit on a fabric cushion without, like, major recon. Right. Wasn't thinking. This is why you have a carpet cleaner, though. But like, truly. Is... Just get, like, life happens. I'm not an insane person. Right. I have a dog that barely weighs two pounds. Yeah. Do you think that Peaches, every time, is making it outside? She has a little baby bladder that is smaller than my fucking... I mean, her paws aren't even as big as my pinky. I know. So, Bill's like, she, she becomes very, like, if it's in the middle of the night and she has to go... She doesn't like the pee-pee pad, the sound of it. I forget that she's so small that all sounds are very overwhelming to her. She doesn't even like when you make this noise. It She will she will get very upset. So Peaches. the sound of... Isn't she just a diva? Um, I should have named her Mariah. Um, so no, if, if I leave is a... the best. <laughs> she's so cute. Little pee. So I leave a pee-pee pad out for her. She's not about that life because the noise of the rustling hurts her ears. Yeah. So she has learned, obviously she's not allowed to potty in the house. So what she'll do is she'll find a place behind a, oh, I don't know. Sometimes I just, it could be anywhere. It could be behind the fucking entertainment center, wherever she can squeeze her little button to. And then her little, her little turd is like a little rabbit turd. But it's because she has to go. She doesn't want to get in trouble. So obviously I'm not, screaming at a two a barely two pound dog yeah no oh, you know. get a carpet cleaner until we rip up these floors and we put in hardwood it is what it is you just shampoo the carpets you get past it totally and i that is something i've come to terms with i've also come to terms with there is a teenager who literally lives like the homeless but like i explained to her this is your space once a week you're you you will need to clean it but i'm not a sociopath that's your space if you want to live like an animal just know you will never get a boyfriend no one's ever, 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 ever. Yeah, maybe a dude will hang out with you. Maybe a dude will fuck you. But he will tell all of his friends that you're dirty as fuck. All of his fucking friends. And any girlfriend that you have will also tell all the other girlfriends you're dirty as fuck. Yeah. So that's just a lesson every person in general needs to learn. But that is your space. In your space, do what you want. But in the common area, act like you have a brain. I just don't understand. I I agree. I from the from an early time. I mean, I have had a few roommates, on and off throughout the years. But for the best and vast majority of my life, I did have an apartment by myself, and right. it was wonderful. Oh, it was wonderful. You know, there's a I I had a small space. It was always kept relatively neat. The one thing that every woman is a little guilty of from time to time Makeup. is laundry for me oh laundry yeah. and it wasn't dirty laundry no it's clean laundry it's clean laundry that is sprawled um so you can find everything mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten the closets are always too small yes and um i think all women though we share that all women it's clothes and it's makeup um i don't know if you've been watching or if you have watched Shit's creek yes so one thing I actually love, a subtle thing that they threw in in the very beginning of the show that not a lot of people picked up on, but his sister throughout the beginning part of that show when they moved into the hotel 
Like his bed was nice and neat and he had nice sheets on and he put on custom sheets and his pillows and her side was wild. She had clothes everywhere, heels everywhere, hair everywhere. And I was like, yeah, that's like being a woman because most women are always on the go. So you're just, you're in, you're out. But there's a difference between being messy and just fucking filthy. There is a fucking difference. I completely, completely, completely agree with that. I, I don't even know how you sleep. Like, there's sometimes I try to that. go to bed at night and I think about the dishes in the sink and I'm like, I got I to gotta get up. That's going to do it. Because when I come downstairs to make coffee tomorrow, that is not the first thing that I want to see. I just think it's fucking disgusting. And you're a peasant. You're a fucking peasant. If you want to live like a peasant, live like a peasant. The fucking animal. Like a fucking animal. Yeah. No, I And I don't, I'm not a psychopath. I don't need everything to be fucking perfect. My husband does not give a fuck. How did their already, bathrooms? At three years old, I already do this with Kane because then I tell him in a very cool, calm, he doesn't know what the fuck I'm saying, but I'm always like, enjoy this. He'll ask me, he'll come into the laundry room, mommy, what are you doing? Son, I'm doing a load of your laundry. Enjoy it. Enjoy this because you have about three more years. At seven, you can for sure get up here and hit these buttons and you will be folding and I will be checking. Not like, like I, our rooms growing up, we were not – you're you're great. And I, I think I'll have a little bit more wiggle room maybe with my kids. We'll see. But they're boys, which I think I'm learning now are just t- very disgusting creatures oh, filthy. themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, we were not allowed to have, like, wild rooms. I was never allowed to have a wild room. But here's the reason – Like, it got wild and then the parents yes. would come in and be like, No, hey, actually, I don't think it ever got wild. Is- this is wild and this needs to be addressed. And that wasn't just like an off yes. the whim thing. That was constantly. Constantly. My dad is was constantly like, what the actual fuck is going on? The only reason <laughs> as a girl that I let it slide, and again, once a week she has to, period, dot the end. But one of the reasons why I do give her a little bit of a slide is because I remember being 15, yes. 14 and 15. Yes. And my hormones were racing. Yes. I, no one told me, I knew when I had my period, everyone made it sound so cool. They were like, you're going to be a woman. You're going to bleed for seven days, but like your breasts are going to start feeling like you're going to be a woman. No one tells you that you're so fucking tired that you can barely lift your fucking head. Well, and you had, um, I'm so sorry. What is it? Oh, PCOS. Yeah. So I had all the symptoms, but no period. Right. So I'd be like, why do I just feel like I could sleep every day after school? But you had a couple periods throughout, right? Um, I didn't have my first period until I was 19. Okay. But yeah, Mm -hmm. you were going through all of this stuff, so you didn't even, like, it was just crazy for you. Right. I do remember it being like that, too, and I remember... I do remember just You were exhaustion. emotional. Well, yes. that and I remember my one sister always having a heating blanket on her stomach and my mom letting her stay home. I remember that. And I also remember number three, how fucking sore your tits are all of the time. I mean, I would walk by a door and brush it and almost break out in tears. Yeah. I wasn't able to touch my own nipple until I was like 23. Like, just like, what is happening with my body? Not to mention, you're falling in love every five minutes. 
your friends so who were your loved. friend on Monday are not your friends on Friday. You I've feel never fat. loved like I loved when I was 15. right. You you always feel fat. You never feel skinny enough. You never feel yeah. pretty enough. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter even if you are yeah. a pretty girl. You never feel that way. Mm-hmm. And oh, and by you want you want the kicker. You want the kicker, bitch. Here's some acne. I'm gonna go ahead and throw in some acne. And I don't and know. Clean your room. Some weeks are good. Some <laughs> weeks aren't. And by the way, clean your fucking room. Like I and not to mention so that. But I remember when I was a kid, my mom always, I remember her always yelling at me. Like, I never felt like I got a fucking break. Like, can you stop asking me to do everything? Don't forget to sweep the, you and your sister sweep up and clean up the kitchen. Yeah. Don't forget to do your laundry. Did you do your homework? Um, did you help your dad with, it's like, fuck, I just want a fucking minute, dude, to just, like, I remember thinking even then, this yeah. is hard. Going to school every day, yeah. waking up, and she's got it easy. You're telling me you don't remember your fucking backpack being so heavy oh my that God. you almost tipped over? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the amount of homework and the now the more stress. than ever. The, the stress. stress. On top of just a horrible, horrible social situation where you're fighting to be accepted. Um, you're fighting to be unaccepted in certain things yep. you're trying to avoid peer pressure you're trying to follow enough rules to where like you feel good but you also need to learn lessons right and breaking up yes so the the trials of that i totally agree and you just want to and 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 you also it that's if your parents aren't divorced that's if you are a single, you're coming from a single family. That's if your parents have enough money and you're begging them to get those pants. You're begging them to fit in like everyone else. And they just can't look at you in the face. They're just like, I don't have the money. Like being a kid is so difficult. Obviously, Cam Keek doesn't have that problem. Me, but I know what you're I saying. just want her, you know, I sat her down when she got older and I said, I want your life to be and to grow up different than I had it. I felt so stressed out all of the time. Yeah. So like you don't have that. So when she does fuck up, it's almost kind of nice because I sit her down and I go, you know what? You have it better. And you know you have it better. My expectation from you is to go to school, get good grades, don't fuck around, don't have sex, don't do drugs. And that's it, dude. Bare minimum. You're you're allowed to have a cell phone, cable in your room. I trust you. But the minute you break that fucking trust, I'm going to yank that goddamn chain so goddamn hard, you're going to think that you fucking, you went back three years. So if you want to keep this out and just do your own thing, then respect this house, respect me. And when I come and ask you to clean your room, she never once has been like, I don't want to, I don't roll roll the eyes. Nope. She goes, absolutely. Can I do it in an hour? Yeah. I guess is my point. So yes, it is very different, but I I try to keep her in mind and I try to do things different than, than I had them. I think we all do. I really do. And my biggest thing with my sons that I realized, and this is honestly just being married to my husband. I hope that he teaches them everything about sweetness and, um, and kind words. Right. Right. But if my kids, like when I asked my husband to do something and this is the truth, like you can see it, how he grew up and we've touched on this before, but when my parents said, Hey, come get the groceries out of the out of the car. If we were not too sweet, like hopping, hopping to do that, my husband will look at me and be like, "Oh well, you know, can I grab it in a second or after this game or whatever the fuck he said?" I don't know, and I assume you just didn't hear me, right? So now I'm gonna be hollering 
Right. Because I need it louder to help you help me. Right. If my sons think, there's a lot of things I am going to be working differently on. But when somebody needs your aid, specifically your mother or your wife. Done. Now. I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you to do it in five fucking minutes. I mean right fucking now. <laughs> so <laughs> one time. Like borderline, I want to be clairvoyant, but I realize no, that is a step That is over. not right. Like I, you knew I was leaving for the grocery store because I have a list. You heard yes. me say that. Yes. But yet when the garage opened, I didn't see a body. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to let that pass, even though that's, I'm already fresh annoyed. If it, like the garage is going up, there's no boys and I'm going to have three of them. Oh, I text on the way home. I go, hey, Siri, and I go, send these motherfuckers a text. Tell them you better be waiting in the garage. When I come home, I would receive arms out ready. But I will tell you one time I said to her, um, Keek, can you do me a favor? You know, everyone has the cups upstairs. I get it. We live in a two-story yeah. home. I said, do me a favor. And I need a water with ice before I go Right. Right, day. every night. So I got, I'm getting all the cups out of her. I go in her room and I like to put them on the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and then go down. And I just was vacuuming. I was dusting. I was doing all the shit. And I was like, I just don't feel like going down the stairs and up the stairs again. I don't. So I get, Keith, can you come and help me? I need you to come and grab, grab the ones I can't all grab. And I can't remember what she said, but it was like in a second. <laughs> I or don't know like why that's in a my minute. Trigger. Oh, it's a trigger. It's a huge trigger. You know why? Because she doesn't pay the fucking mortgage. That's why. It's a trigger. Yeah. So <laughs> Well, my husband does pay the mortgage, and when he says it to me, nothing makes me want to actually throw his head through the fucking window. Oh yeah, but the only reason I don't get it as upset is because I'm like, you do my husband makes I mean my husband makes amazing money. So then I when he says it, it inst- that slides into my brain. Like it slides in. Yeah. And the fact that my husband genuinely in life, if he could give me everything in the world, he genuinely would. So that slides into and I just kick back a little. Yeah. But when she said that, I instantly was going to get upset. And I didn't. I then put everything down onto the floor. Everything. It must have been 10 glasses from Bill's office, my office, her bedroom, my bedroom, their bathroom, the other bathroom. So you know what I, I told her? You are going to take each one of these cups downstairs one at a time. You're going to open up the dishwasher and you're going to put it nicely and neatly. And you're going to put back in the rack and you're going to you're going to shut the door and then you're going to go upstairs and you're going to repeat that process. And if at any point during that process I hear stomping of the feet, stomping on the stairs, slamming of the dishwasher door, slam because don't break a fucking dish, don't break my fucking dishes. A slamming of the fucking, none of that. I will make you undo all of that, bring it back up these stairs and start again until you can get it right. When I ask you to do something, when I ask you, I didn't ask you to do something. I asked you to help me. Yeah. I could have been my mom and said, get these dishes down, go through the house, get all this shit. But I don't do all that. Yeah. I just said, can you help me? We're a team. I want to treat you like a team member because I love you. And I don't want to talk to you the way that all of our parents talked to us when we were when we were kids. Like, we didn't exist. And I know they did it because it was learned and I get it. And that's not a big deal. I, I'm not mad about that. I'm just saying it's time for us to learn from things as yeah. adults and as we get older to really kind of change that narrative. But if you want to be on some bullshit... Oh, honey, I could be on some bullshit because if there's one thing every woman is, is fucking petty. I can be petty. <laughs> I can be the pettiest bitch you ever fucking met. 
I mean, I have thought up some petty shit on the spot. I didn't even know was in the back of my fucking brain. That is so true. That is so fucking true. Mm-hmm. You want to get petty? Then let's get fucking petty. Now yeah. I'm going to make you. And she looked at me and said, like, in her brain, I could hear her go, like, telepathy. She was like, yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I got this. Yeah. Yep. Didn't say a word and did it all. Uh, you know, my, and this is, it goes back to my night. Didn't start it out with that was my hate journal entry. But, like, my my hate journal entry was genuinely, like, these teaching moments right now. Right. Teaching people how to treat you because my husband has actually confided because I've expressed to him, I'm like, because also I like to think, I don't ask you to do a lot of shit. Right. I'm a doer. Right. Doers do. And then occasionally when you're doing all these things that you just described and you're like, oh, shit, can you grab um, a couple of those glasses? Right. And then somebody, the non-doers. Give you the attitude. Say, oh, God, you know, I'm going to have to pencil it in. Well, then I'll burn this house down. How and about I that shit? I will fuck you up. Uh, how about that? I probably I threatened. Husband, I'm like, how the fuck do you not jump? Because even now when somebody asks me to do something, I still have like a a jump to urgency because I was so fucking threatened as a child. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, oh, yes, master. Let me yeah, go and get literally, it. Literally. I am let like, go. Where, where is I'll the... even apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, think of it before. Oh, I am sorry. I'm not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, what? How was your fucking house? Like somebody asked you, a woman specifically asked you to do something and you did not respond and he's like you know my mom was bad about it he's like you know we tell her later and she'd end up doing it herself that's awful and i thought to myself his poor mom his poor mother and then i thought my my poor self because now i am going (laughs) to have to train it out of him fucking undo this madness yeah but you know what i honestly and it's not her fault because she is a doer obviously and And she she didn't mind some people don't mind being taken advantage of oh some there are people in this world who do not mind that motherfucking i will burn this house down shelter in place no no there's none i will strike a match right before i go back to this job yeah like you're out of your mind Uh. and i think like as women we do tend to do a lot I obviously can't have my own children, but like if I also had the bonus of pushing a baby out of my vagina, you when I if I ask you to help me with some dishes, motherfucker, you better be snapping too. Because last time I checked, you did not push a fucking. Did you see that head? Look at your son's head. Look at that head. That came out of my vagina. My thing too is is I do want to do things differently in myself as terms of like my kids. I want him to have a healthy level of responsibility, but I also want him to cherish the healthy amount of time that is childhood. That is absolutely like yes. not all of these things. So that's my goal is I'm like, okay, we will have mandated chores, but like you have such a small window where like you just get to have fun and watch cartoons and like play games and, and not give a fuck about the worries because as soon as your ass is 18, I'm done. I'm cl- I'm checking out. I'm, oh, the minute I love Keith turns you. 18, I am gone. You know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. But you know, is, yeah, obviously. My whole point is too is just like when I ask you to do what I will will what you know is better for Cam, right? You're right, like you have right. it better than I did and I'm hoping that I maybe not better, but just like I'm going to take these lessons and implement them the way I did right, and what right. I believe is better and I know you'll have that. If I tell you to go get something. Go and get it. And you don't go into, I mean, fucking immediately. No, seriously, immediately. And because she is an only child, right? She is an only child. There is no one else. The heat is on her. The spotlight is on her. It. I remember when she was little 
it was, I remember it being so hard because I was not used to that. It's not that I'm not used to children. It's when you have two kids to keep each other preoccupied, you have two kids to keep each other preoccupied. When you only have one child, you're it for them. You're, it's the spotlight is on you. You are on all the time. Yeah. So to me, chores were never fair to her. That wasn't fair to me because yes, keeping your room clean is your only chore that and getting good grades. But like, how fair is it to make her do all of these things? Like, no, we created this life. You got brought into this life and you didn't ask for it. So like, I don't want you to feel like a running slave, like you're Cinderella. Not to mention every woman knows that like, you want to make a, you want a woman to like zen the fuck out, pop in those AirPods, baby. Let me do some dishes. Let me get that dusting on. Let me get on that music. Let me put some Drake on. I put some Drake on this morning and it, he made driving sexy for me. Like I was just like going extra fast. Like he put yeah. a little extra pep in my step. Yeah. Women do enjoy doing some of the things that we do enjoy doing. We're just saying if we ask for help, just give us some fucking help. And this is one of the things too about children. We're segueing, at least for me. But one of the things is. If you bring a child up in a well-kept home, truly. Right. If you, um, I, I'm excited to do certain things for my boys, not be their fucking live-in slave. Right. But just, like, have a nice, fresh-smelling home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, say, be like, boys, if you get all your laundry up and everything's cleaned up, I'm going to run the vacuum through here. Right. Right? And small things. Nice, warm, home-cooked meals. Majority of their meals Throughout the week. I would like to do that. I would like them to have certain pillars in their life that they cling to. That they've come to enjoy. Right. And love. They like a fresh smelling home. They like their laundry done weekly. They want to bring friends over. They want to bring friends over. And they feel They're great about their house. Exactly. Right. right. And what I'm learning is you don't have to make your child a fucking live-in slave. Because then they'll just come to resent that. They will. I am a sociopath. I was a live-in slave. And I also love a clean fucking house. Right. It happened. But I've noticed a lot of other people who just don't give a fuck either way. But one of the things you do is if you let a child enjoy their childhood and come accustomed to these things around them, you know, as they get their own place and they live with stinky ass roommates, they're like, whoa, bro, I don't know what shit you're on, but my towel is fresh every fucking every other day. Um, My room he will go to Bed Bath & Beyond and light an apple cider fucking, ca- fucking candle before his girlfriend comes over. Absolutely. Because he knows he was brought up with a fucking lady. And you know what? He knows ladies enjoy a little fall candle. Right. Once that wind. Little once crisp that wind, apple. That chill hits. A little bit of cinnamon. Exa- you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. You don't have to make them do these things necessarily. To make them appreciate these things. Exactly. And then as right. an adult, so he's like, you know what? God damn, the apartment's disgusting. I'm going to run the vacuum. Right. You know, these things, they, they happen naturally. But when his girlfriend calls him and says, hey, I just got from the store. I have the taquitos. Um, can you meet me at the door? If he is not jumping, if he's not out the window, I will be so disgusted with him. Both of them. Oh, like. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I do. Like, there's just certain things. When I tell people that I'm like, no, my husband, like, gets my gas. If I have a flat tire, if I have, or he checks the my tires to make sure they're not low. Like, my man is still a fucking man. Like, I still want a man. I still my want husband, a man. My husband is great now. Yeah. He really did. As he gets older, though, curve. he will get better. Well, 
And I also, no, I disagree. I think there's some people who just, like, let their dude do certain things and just they're like, yeah, oh, you're well, right. this is my life. This is the end. This is it. This and is then all there I, is. then there's women like me or you who are like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had a vagina. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Why am I getting my own gas? Right. One time my, one time my husband was, like, going to sit in the car, I think, or not even sit in the car. He wasn't going to pay for my gas. It was the most w- wild thing. I If I pull up and my tank is empty and there is a man that I am sleeping with, what is the problem? And then one time years later, he actually showed me because he didn't know. I will say, I don't know how he didn't, but he just like didn't know. And I explained it to him promptly. Right. And there was a meme, and it was of the man romper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, these are for guys who sit in the car while their girl pumps gas. That's wild. That is what you look like. A bitch. You look like a bitch. And if I raise bitches, I'll kill myself. No, 100%. That there is nothing better as a woman to feel that because, and I dare a motherfucker to call my husband a bitch. He, if, if my, if you, if another man considers another man getting, filling up his wife's gas tank, taking, making sure that the trash is taking out. If you call that man a bitch and you call him whipped, watch my husband whip your ass. And still put gas in your wife's car. Like, my husband is just, How, like, as a man, a do man. you look at another man taking care of his his house and home and his wife and think that dude's whipped? Because He's they're not doing bitch. it. They're, because they're the ones that are sitting in the car while the wife fills up the gas, and they don't want the heat on them. They don't want the smoke. So you want all the accolades of my being stomach, a man. I'm actually getting mm-hmm. heated. Yeah, like, because actually you want all the accolades that. of being a man. You want all the accolades of yes. being a husband and being strong and doing all this, but you don't actually want to do the work. Like, I'm still a woman at the end of the day. I'm not going to fucking... I know my man likes certain shit on me. I know he likes when I look fresh to death. I know when he likes when my body is just it. I know he likes shaving legs. I know... Like, everyone lets things go, I'm but I still know what my thing, man likes. Because we are ladies, and we enjoy um, right. all certain degrees. Like, we like to mean you run around trolling, and we also right. like to be banging. Right. I'm just going to say one thing. Makeup. Alone. To do a well-beat face, and I mean this, even your simplest of looks Mm -hmm. takes minimum 15 to 20 minutes if you're doing it right. I've actually gotten it down to 10. But you're also, would you, but do you love it? Do you love your 10-minute face? Mm -hmm. You just love it. Like, you'd be out. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Everybody should feel beautiful all the way. But I'm just saying, like, when I'm feeling like... I'm going to kill shit. My face has got to take me 20 minutes because there's certain things, there's certain levels that must be taken to because get there. Because Do I have a 10 minute face? Of course I have a fucking 10 minute face. But it's like a, it's like a 10 minute. Yeah, there's like a 10 minute. You you're know right. what you I'm know, saying. Right. Stop. Right. If you feel right. cute and right. fresh running in your scrubs in your 10 minute face, I get that. I'm yes. about that. I see what When you I mean. feel like yes. I'm banging out ready, like I got a 20 minute face on, I got a 20 minute hair you know what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. These are the steps what we're taking. So if it takes you 10 fucking minutes to take out the trash, I expect that. That's it. I mean, that. I, if you didn't understand that argument, then you're not a fucking lady. And I'm also going <laughs> to close with, um, as a man, I also expect you to make no sort of large changes to your face and body. Without approval first. Period. Like, you're not allowed to be shaving off your beard. Because if that's the case, then I'm just going to go ahead and pull this weave right out and we'll just see what happens. Um, Hot Goss won just on the terms of being a man. And I think this woman did a fire job. Is her TikTok was filming this bombed, blacked out, brand new black caddy Escalade. Oh, don't even get me started. Okay. Well, she writes, 
Well, my husband decided to go out and buy a new Escalade. Um, Without telling her? Yes, that was the implication. So she comes out with those fucking sticker family things that we roasted. So she goes, so he forgot he had a family, obviously. So I got these to remind him. And she put that family up on that mobbed out, G'd out fucking Escalade. Those gay ass. The only, the only time that works for me is if you're buying it for me. That's it. Like, if you're coming home with a new car, yes. that shit better be for me. Yeah. Yes. Not for you, And what I talk to you about what my dream car is. Not what you think my dream car is. What my dream car yeah. is. But I will also say, to give a big up to my husband, because I don't know. There is something so sexy about a man being like, I just want to give you everything. Like, anything that I have, I want you to have it. Absolutely. There is just nothing as a woman... I don't care. No, I totally agree. Bi, queer, straight, cis, whatever. There is nothing sexier than your partner being like selflessly, I want to give to you before I give to me. And those are the moments that, because we all say that, but there's a difference between saying it and doing it. Like my husband, if I let him live like a pauper, he would. So then when I'm doing other stuff, I'm not so resentful because I know like if he could just hand me everything in life, he'd be like, here you go. You deserve it. You get it. I just know that, like, he just can be a shitty human being. Like, that's just, like, built in. But, like, filthy, you mean? Like, no, yeah, like, filthy, I mean. Not, like, a horrible human yeah. being. Like, he's just, like, a filthy, filthy, disgusting person. Yeah. Um, because I'm still trying to figure out. Best and we're going to we're gonna wrap it up because I could, I could do this forever. Same. But I will tell you the one thing, the one thing, if I could trade the shoes on the couch, the dishes in the sink, all of it, I would trade it for one thing. Hmm. Fun game. Can you just flush the toilet when you're done peeing? What is that? What is that? I don't understand. My son is already starting that shit. It's a natural thing. When I get up, I have you ever sat on the toilet to pee? Yeah. And then you're like, I don't have to pee. And then you automatically flush? Yes. Just out of instinct. I've been flushing since I was toilet trained, I assume. I... And so, and when we got married, he upped it. He upped the ante. He will take a shit, but it's, but there's so much toilet paper on top. I don't know it's a shit. So it's a sneaker. (laughs) It's a sneaker shit. So then I'm like, why didn't you flush the toilet? So then I'll flush the toilet. And then all of a sudden, the shit that's been stewing for a fucking five (laughs) hours is now erupting in the toilet. That's insane. Instantly, I have to bleach it because I'm like, you let a turd <laughs> sit in a toilet <laughs> Dude. for seven, I presume, the way I'm that it blew that. up, seven hours. <laughs> I'm not a physicist. I'm not Bill Nye. But you I'm going to say that turd's in, been in there a minute. Um, oh, wait till my, gets, my son is yeah. already, I mean, I'm not kidding you. And he likes to use all three bathrooms. No, that's what Bill likes to do. There's turds we, one, literally everywhere. How many? We have three bathrooms, right? Yeah, yeah, we have three bathrooms. And he will, and I know when he's done it, because he'll go, I'll see him in the middle of the night go down the, go downstairs. And I'm like, why is he going downstairs? And I'm like, oh, because he's I, already filled up this fucking trough. And then he went <laughs> over here and filled up this fucking trough. And now he's going to go downstairs and lay more pavement. Jesus. Um, it's a guy thing. It has to be Ian. Why? Ian not, but Ian doesn't when he pees. Like there, I walk in and there's always piss in the toilet. There's always it's pee. It's disgusting. And I actually just leave those, I'm a, the Clorox bleacher thing. Yeah. It's the only thing that makes me feel okay. Right. Because it's so foul. Because men's pee, by the way, men, if you're listening to this. Drink water. 
Drink some water. Your guys' pee smells weird. Every man's pee smells weird. I have yet to find one man. Have you ever walked into a fucking men's bathroom? You're like, what is that smell? Yeah. That is a very distinct, potent, strong odor. And I get it. You're a man. There's a lot of fucking shit happening down there. There's balls. There's nothing happening when I sit down. And I mean that. Nothing. Like, it's just... Pee. Pee. And it smells actually refreshing when I get up. (laughs) And then I I flush the toilet and I fucking leave. So if if you're a man, please flush the toilet. If You know what Ian likes to do? You're not going to wake me up. You know what? Wake me up. I'll take the chance. He'll use a butter knife because he loves toast. It's his fucking thing. Really? Because he's so skinny. I would never think he's a carb person. I know. He eats an ungodly amount of toast. I'm not kidding. Like, three times a day. He calls it his dessert. (laughs) (laughs) But what this dumbass does, in efforts to use less utensils, he likes to take a paper towel after he's used butter and jelly and put the knife on the towel. So then it dries. And so when you But go, he doesn't wipe it off with, no, no, the, no. with the paper he towel. He just lays it on the paper towel. Because he could, and I just want to say this, Ian, if you're listening, you could take the middle part of the paper towel Wipe it off, leave it folded, and then put the knife on top. No, no, no. So what we do is then I pick up the knife, which naturally all of the paper towel comes with it. Right. And is now stuck to that. Correct. And then it's the playing incessant video games for anywhere between four to eight hours. See, I'm a video game head, so it doesn't bother me. Um, but I also don't have two small kids running around. Yeah, I was going to say, later on in life, when I could like do my hobby and yeah. you do his. And I like, only play if there's a certain game that I want to play. Right. No, he's he's in it. It's like crack. I'm not kidding. You'll see him on the couch no, all tweaky out, yeah, all like yeah, scratching yeah. his neck. Yeah, I get and, that. I get that. And um, so there's that. What would I trade that for? So if you had to pick. So like for me, I would let him put his shoes on his, on the couch once a week if he could just flush the toilet every time. If you could get, if you had to pick one thing, like you're like, you know what? I'll let you do this if you can do that. If, oh God, you know what? We're gonna have to tune in next week. Just think about it. Because I'm so angry, I can't. I it's can't it's you can't you can't even process. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. No. I and I also don't understand why it takes so much toilet paper. That's it. But I, I I know you're the one who peed and didn't flush because you're the only person in the house with no vagina who needs to wipe. Also, why do men take toilet paper? Why do you steal our rolls? Toilet paper, it's a hot topic. Anywho. All right, you guys, we love you. That's going to do it for this episode of The Hate Journals. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. And like I said, we're going to be releasing some more episodes kind of during the week. We're going to release a really fun one uh, midway next week. Give you some content, honey, because we got 22 more days in lockdown. 22. 22, honey, on those 22s. Mm -hmm. So, Fucking start practicing that Drake song. It's pretty fucking simple. I wanna. I'm trying to get the, our entire office to do a nice TikTok to that Drake song. I mean, it's pretty fucking simple song, guys. Yeah. It's even easier than the fucking uh, uh, Macarena. <laughs> the Macarena had a lot. You got to twist around. You had to put arms out and shit. You touch people. Fucking Drake song is much easier. Um, So you guys know you can follow us on Instagram, the Hate Journals. Of course, we are on Twitter, Hate Journals, and obviously our website. The hate journals.com. We 
We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.